morning. Welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today. A special welcome to any who are new and obviously to those who come back day by day by day. It's kind of a scary thought to realize that we have a spiritual enemy who's hurling dark, uh, flaming arrows at us. One translation says flaming missiles at us. That's right. You've got a spiritual enemy. You better be aware of it. You don't want to be ignorant of his schemes. You don't want to be ignorant of those missiles that come, those arrows that he shoots at you. I find in my own life that in this area of spiritual warfare, this is a really, really big issue. Real quick, let's, let's as we've been looking at the spiritual armor that we must uh, use in order to win the spiritual battle. Let's just look real quick. We have talked already a few days ago about the belt of truth that holds everything together, the breastplate of righteousness that protects our vital organs, our heart, our lung from, from attack from the enemy, the gospel, our feet shod with the gospel of peace, which is the one aspect of the army that is on the offensive, that goes against the enemy. And then today we'd like to look at Ephesians 6, 16. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, with which you, you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. That's right. He's shooting flaming arrows at you. It is a scary thought, and you better figure out how to protect yourself from them. I find in my own life, one of the most important things in over in in overcoming the devil's flaming arrows is just recognizing when that's what he's doing. Recognizing a lie that I believe because that's how it works. Is he when 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 I realize a flaming missile has landed, a flaming arrow has landed, personally I'm usually discouraged. But sometimes it can be anything else. Maybe it's a temptation that's just overcome me or overcome someone else or a, uh, a sin in which we stumbled into. And it's important to ask, what lie have I believed and what scripture can I use to counter it? Keep in mind that our enemy, his primary tactic is he is a liar. John, Jesus said in John verse 44 that he is a liar and the father of lies. Whenever he lies, he's just speaking according to his own nature. Remember the very, very first sin with Eve. He deceived her by lying to her, and then he just came right out and said, you know, he asked this question, God said you can't eat of any of these fruit of any of these trees? She engages in this conversation with the devil, which is not a smart thing to do. Not a smart thing to do. By the way, I, I remember one of you asked, and I didn't have time to answer, should we talk to the devil? Well, I, I encourage you not to have conversations with the devil. Eve made a big mistake when she got lured into this conversation with the evil one about, you know, what has God really said, and did he say it, and discussing. And then he came right out and said, you know, the devil came right out, and well, that's not true what God said. And he challenged the word of God. On the other hand, Jesus he didn't have conversation with the devil. He just said, be gone. He quoted scripture at him, like in Matthew 4 when Jesus was tempted. The devil would say, you know, you're hungry. Why don't you turn these rocks into, into uh, these stones, into loaves of bread? And Jesus said, no, for it is written, 
Man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I don't consider this having a conversation with the devil. I consider this speaking to him, be gone, taking up the word of God against him, which is how we take up the shield of faith. This is exactly what, what I think taking up the shield of faith is. Not talking with the devil, but rebuking him with the scripture as Jesus did in Matthew chapter 4 when he was tempted. Later on when he said, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world if you'll just worship me. Jesus said, no, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Notice how three times, and then the other time, throw yourself down from the temple because the, the Lord will protect you. He'll keep you from even striking your foot. No, Jesus said, no, for it is written. You shall not tempt the, uh, put the Lord your God to the test. Notice how with Jesus, there was a specific temptation, and he answered it with a specific verse. He didn't engage in interaction or discussion. He reproved the devil, no, for it is written. This is our power. This is how we take up the shield of faith. We determine and, and assert and affirm that we believe God's word, the scriptures, rather than the lie the devil's telling us. Now, I find it's really important for me personally to start when I when I'm I can tell something's wrong. I'm discouraged. I'm unbelieving. I'm I'm just down. Uh, I'm I'm losing some hope about something. To to stop and ask, what lie have I believed? And I've got to identify clearly. The devil likes his lies to be vague and fuzzy. If they're like that, we don't know how to counter them. We just have this general feeling of unbelief, discouragement. But when I can identify clearly what it is that, what is the lie that I believed, then I know how to combat it specifically with accuracy rather than vaguely. Vague responses don't work. Remember when Jesus replied in Matthew 4, it is written, and he quoted scripture, and he quoted it precisely. And if you want to win in the spiritual battle, you must take up the shield of faith, and the shield of faith is we are trusting in the word of God, the scripture, rather than trusting in the, the lies of the devil. So number one, you've got to identify the lie. You've got to realize this is coming from, where it's coming from. It's not coming from God. It's not coming from the fact I'm just really smart and have figured it out. No, I believe there's, a, there's an arrow that landed. There's a fiery dart that came at me. There's a flaming arrow, and it must have landed. And, I, and, and therefore, I've got to identify what, where did it hit? What was it? What was the lie specifically? Was it that God's given up on you? God doesn't love you anymore? Uh, God's angry at you? This isn't going to work? You might as well quit? You're, it's, what you're doing isn't of any value? Your life doesn't really matter? Your ministry doesn't matter? Loving people doesn't matter? It's never gonna, you're never going to reach them? All these different, these, these are all lies, typical lies the devil tells you. You'll never change. You'll never overcome this. Or someone else will never change. All of these negative statements are flaming arrows of the evil one. And once you identify specifically what it is that you are 
believing, then you can respond with specific verses from Scripture, like Jesus did. You can say, no, 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 for it is written. If, if you have this thought, God doesn't really love me anymore, no, 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 for it is written. Jeremiah 31, 3, he, I've loved you with an everlasting love. Romans 8, 37 and 8, nothing will separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Specific promises responding to specific lies. And that's how we take up the shield of faith. Now, I do want to, and, and so I encourage you, identify and find scripture. Find scripture when you for the lies you believed. But there's something really interesting here about this, and I will show you a picture here of uh these are reenactors of Roman soldiers as they're marching. Notice their shields in this picture. If you're listening on the broadcast what we, or on the, on the podcast, what we see is a, a number of soldiers, and their, their shields are large, and they fit together with one another. So when the Romans would march, they would have the guys out front would have these big shields like a wall across the front. The guys on the side would hold their shield on the side, and that too would be like a wall, so that they were protected from all sides. And any arrow shot at them, you I mean, you can't have the shield. If you're just an individual, you can't have the shield on all four sides of you. But if you're marching with others, you can have the shield protecting you on, on in front and back, on the right and on the left. It shows that this shield, what's unique about this, some of the other aspects of the the armor that we have can be um, can be experienced can be employed individually the belt of truth that can be individual the gospel sharing the gospel that can be individual the breastplate of righteousness that can be individual but the shield the shield of faith you see that you need others you need to be involved with others if you want to really employ the shield of faith, just being alone is not going to work. And so we see how important it is in the spiritual battle. If you're going to prevail in the spiritual battle, you better not be fighting it alone. I can think of multiple times in my life where I just was kind of down or discouraged and I couldn't put my finger on why. What was it? What, what I was trying to identify what lie has connected what arrow landed. And what I needed to do was go to, a, usually I'd have a good friend and I just kind of submit myself to him. I'd say, Hey, help me understand. I'll answer any question you've got to ask. You know me, you know, the type weaknesses I have. Uh, I'm confused right now. I need some help. Help me process what it might be. Of course, now often that's with Roz. I she's a great person to help me process what's going on in my mind, and as we talk together, I can realize, mm, yeah, now I see it. Now I see it. The point being, don't try and fight the spiritual battle by yourself. You need to be part of an army. Every soldier, folks, we're talking about being a soldier here, and every soldier needs an, needs the rest of the army. I've understood one of the most terrifying things you can do is to be out on the battlefield and suddenly you find all your, you're alone. Your comrades have moved on without you or they've gone to the left or right or they've retreated or, or something. They've all fallen and there you are alone on the battlefield. I hear that's a 
scary, scary thought. Don't try and fight alone. Find others. Find allies. Find fellow soldiers. Find people who are like-minded, who want to be growing and want and 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 be united with them. And as you're united with them, you'll you will all help one another stand firm against these flaming arrows that the evil one wants to throw at us. Father in heaven, today we thank you for the word of God. And we choose to believe it against any of the lies of the evil one. We thank you we can lift up this shield of faith and we can fight off these flaming arrows that the evil one hurls towards us and shoots our way. And we confess that they're all based on what is not true and that your word is true. We affirm today we believe your scripture. We believe the Bible. And when it comes down to it, we will fight the fight of faith. We will take up that shield. We will fight off those incoming arrows, and we will choose to believe what you say. Oh, God, I pray today, make us mighty, mighty warriors for Jesus Christ. Make us people who don't avoid the battle because we've got our armor on, and so we know we can go out and prevail in the battle. We thank you. You have made us mighty in Jesus Christ. Thank you. You've made us mighty. We're more than conquerors through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, Father, to employ every spiritual uh, weapon you have and to put on our full armor, the belt of truth that we'd put it on, the breastplate of righteousness to protect against to protect, protect this our heart, our soul the gospel of peace, that we'd be advancing your word, your truth, your gospel as the hope for all people, and indeed the shield of faith, so that we would extinguish every flaming missile, every lie that that wicked, wicked enemy hurls towards us. Help us to fight together. Help us to stand together. Help us to stand firm so we can resist every attack in the evil day. We need you, Lord. We, li- we live in evil times. We live in times when people mean us harm. We live in times when people have evil plans. I pray, Lord, we, we'd recognize we have an enemy, and we would go out and defeat him through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. We bless you today. We give you this day to glorify you on this day, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, God bless you. So glad to be along with you. I'm I'm so thankful for you who come here day by day. I love seeing your names in the chat over here and knowing who's here or leaving a message later. And I love when I'm out and about. I've just gotten back from a youth conference down in Jacksonville, Florida. And I love it when people tell me that they're watching. So thank you. It's encouraging to me. And it helps me know who's out there and to kind of direct my message towards you and the situations you face. So thanks for being along. If you're new, welcome. God bless you. I'm so glad you're here. Join us every day. We're here every day at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time live, but I leave the videos up. You can watch them anytime, or you can listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. I'd love you to join me. Don't be a just when you feel like a Christian or a once a month Christian or even a once a week Christian be an everyday Christian. We need to get the Word of God encouraging us and strengthening us every single day. Be devoted to the teaching of God's Word. So thanks for being with me, and until we meet tomorrow, 
Might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, help you take up the shield of faith and believe the word of God. And as you do, might you have the joy of the Lord. Remember, you've got something the world didn't give you. Don't let the world take it away. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.